0: Welcome to the floor, fantasy and sci-fi lore. We are diving into season eight of The Witcher. We are going to talk about Milva and her backstory and how she came to be among the dryads. We are going to talk about uh, Geralt and his choice finally not to be neutral after three seasons and years of him beating that drum. He has finally changed his mind. And of course, we are going to talk about uh, Ciri and her choice in the name of Falka. And a lot of that we actually covered in the previous episode. So if that is what you're looking for, you want some deep dive lore here, uh, go ahead and dive in and uh, roll the intro. Another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. This is the finale. This is the season finale, yes. This is the final Henry Cavill as Carol. Yeah, this is the last uh, of uh, Henry Cavill, yeah. So, heavy. All right, Aaron, you had some wild points to guide us through?
1: Uh, Not so many for this one. So I'm going to let you take the reins on this one.
0: All right, so... At the beginning of this episode, well, I guess we, we've seen her a few times. But we're going to meet her a lot more. That we meet Milva. This is a human woman that is living among the Dryads. And she came to the Dryads and asked them to take in the Scoyatel. And she is kind of working on becoming a Dryad herself so that she can forget her past. And what's the Scoyatel? The Scoyatel. This is the group of elves who just want to kill humans. Currently, they work oh, for Nilfgaard. Yes. But they—they're really just in it to kill humans, right? That's—that's right. that's why they're that, here. That
2: murderous elf
0: group. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Gotcha. They're the ones who killed all the babies. Kind of. The Squiretelle is a separate group. Like, uh, so it was Francesca, the elven mage, who killed all the babies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but she—she
0: okay. she works with the Squiretelle a lot. Okay. Um, so yeah, they're often fighting together. And uh, the Squayatel will definitely listen to her because she's kind of in charge of all the elves. Um, gotcha. But, uh, yeah, that that wasn't necessarily a Scoia'tael thing. So Melva's human name is Maria Bari. Melva was the name given to her by the Dryads. And so she was born in Upper Sodden. So Sodden Hill is where that big battle takes place. So the northern part of that kingdom there. So she comes from a long line of hunters. Uh, however, initially, her father didn't want to train her. He was training her older brother, and she's like, you're a girl, just get married and have babies. But then her brother dies in an accident. Uh, her father ends up training her to be a hunter because the family will need one when he's too old to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, out of necessity. Yeah, he remarries, he gets sick, he dies, and then uh, the the guy her stepmother marries Her stepfather was always making sexual passes at her so she just left one day she's like I'm done and just takes off yeah good for her and uh so eventually she stumbles onto brocolon and met the dryads and since she was a young woman uh they took an interest in her because if you remember like there's two ways you make a dryad you either get a human to come in and impregnate existing dryads or you catch young women and feed them the water brocolon and that's that's, right. how you get human, that's how you get more dryads. So they were interested in having her come into Brokkalan because she was a young woman. And she was probably out hunting, right? Yeah, day. she was probably out hunting when she stumbled into Brokkalan. So the human cities around Iran had started to get more aggressive. They started hunting dryads. And because Melville was still human, they would send her out to recruit a band of humans to hunt dryads. And then she would lead them into an ambush. Oh, and, uh, the fourth time she was the sole survivor, they got super suspicious about her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: uh, so... Fool me once, huh? Fool and... me twice.
1: Fool me three times.
0: So, at that point, they tried to kill her, and she escaped, and then she couldn't do that for the Dryads anymore. And then when the war broke out between Nilfgaard and, uh, the North, she, uh, started working with the scoia Okay.
2: And this is her kind of backstory. Yeah,
0: so that's her backstory. So there are a lot more things, but I think they're going to come up, and I don't want to give spoilers. But yeah, so that's as much as her backstory as I'll go into here. And so Geralt finally hears about Ciri being alive. It's it's the lie, right? It is that the Emperor of Nilfgaard is going to be marrying Ciri, but it's actually Taryn. But that gives Geralt hope, and he finally agrees to let them heal him. Because now Ciri is out there and he can go and rescue her. What's wrong with him? He, he has his leg broken, his back broken. He's severely beaten by oh, uh, Vogelforce.
1: His okay. mind broken.
0: It looks like Ciri dies and so he's just kind of given up. But he now knows she's alive. He's willing to let them heal him. The water of Brokilon doesn't work because of his mutations and resistance to magic but they are able to help him a little bit enough that he can start doing better. And then Yennefer goes to Skellig. So if you're way back, let's go way back to win with Calanthe. Calanthe ends up marrying a guy named Est, who becomes Cirilla's step-grandfather. And he is the king over Skellig. And this is mentioned a few times. Like, even Geralt tells Cirilla She could go to Skellig, you know, to be safe, but they'll just marry you off as soon as they can to make an alliance because that's what kings and lords do with princesses. Especially ones they don't have real affiliations or connections with. No, no, they do it it with their daughters all the time. Like, you get a daughter, that's what you do. You marry her off to get an alliance, right? Yeah, old money. And uh, so the vassal states of Skellig are getting ready to join Will join Nilfgaard if Siri marries Emir. And so, this is kind of one of the big points why Emir is marrying Taran/Siri because he gains all of these allies to help him fight the north. Yeah. So, not only that, but uh, Skellig has the largest fleet on the continent. So, he gains a massive naval advantage okay. by marrying Taran. Uh, in search for Siri, uh, Yennefer goes to Vilgaford's uh, castle with a bunch of other mages, and they find the monstrosity that Geralt killed. And they cast a spell to disentangle the bodies so that they can bury the individual girls. Oh, that one. The one in the cave with the voices
2: and their faces.
0: Yeah. That creepy, creepy Oof, creature. The Flush mound. The flesh mound, yeah. Fringilla. And Francesca meet with the Mere. These are the two mages. The uh, she's the 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 black lady and the leader of the elves. Okay. Those two mages. So they want Sintra for the elves again. And uh, Francesca always calls it by its uh, elven name, Sintra, before the humans so took over it. Sintra,
1: rather than Centra.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So that's the elven name
0: for it. And uh, in exchange for that, they're going to prevent the North from using the ports along the Yaruga. There's a big river that runs through the middle of the continent called the Yaruga, and Sintra is right there on that river. So it's a really important place of transposition, right? That's why, and Sodden is just across that river, which is why it was such a big point because it's a chokehold. They've got to come across the bridge. Okay. So that's that's what that's about. Um, And then, of course,. Dijkstra meets with King Visimir, who is furious at uh, everything that's been happening. And he wants someone to blame for the huge debacle with the conclave and everything. Like, it was just a mess. So he is going to blame Philippa for this. And so he wants Dijkstra to take care of her. Because she made this mess, and she's responsible... And this way, it's not Vizimir's fault. It's not Dijkstra's fault. It was Philippa. She's a mage. She sided with the mages and ruined all their plans. So the commoners, which isn't really a thing. He says it, but it's not. So the nobles won't blame him, right? Dijkstra is in love with Philippa, and he trusts her. He doesn't turn on her. Instead, he offers her the knife to kill him, and then he'll take the blame. And Philippa's like, she's like, you're an idiot. I've got bigger plans than that. That's not what we're doing here. Yennefer has a conversation with Tissaia wherein Tissaia admits that the hysterectomy that she required of the girls at Eratusa was never about magic or beauty.
2: We've been waiting for this one.
0: Yeah. It was something she created to fight against something that the men were saying, that women couldn't be great mages and leaders because they would always have divided loyalties to their children. And so is like, She says, if this is the reason they won't entrust us with power and leadership, then if we don't have it, it's not a valid excuse. And so that is why all of the girls she trained had to get the hysterectomy. Okay. And uh, she realizes this was a mistake. And then she dies. How's she dying? Oh, man. She commits suicide, actually. Oh, wow. And it's important to make sure people know.
2: So it's deep regret.
0: Yeah, she really thinks this was a really big mistake because at the end of the day, right, the men aren't saying that because they believe it true. They want their power and they don't want to share it, and that's the excuse they have at the moment. Right. And if you satisfy that excuse, they come up with another one, right? Like right. That's, that's the way of the world. Right.
2: Sure is. Somebody who doesn't want to do something will always find an excuse. That that's Yes, that's- we
0: will. They want to cling on to as much power as possible, right? And that's that's their justification. And if they don't have that, they'll find a different justification.
1: Should we take a break here?
0: Yes, let's take a break here.
2: All right, we are in our final season. We've been going over quite a few things here in the beginning. I was really surprised um, the way that you said she died, that she'd committed suicide after admitting this uh, unnecessary uh, castration of her tutors. I thought Yennefer was going to kill her. That's what I thought was oh. uh, when when you guys were That's talking about you that. You could see that coming. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, yeah, yeah, Jennifer hears about this and she says, Okay, the person who took away the one thing I want in the world is going to die now. <laughs> like but uh let's see, what were we covering? We were covering Uh the, the dryads. The, f- the flesh uh, mound. The
0: flesh mound. Yeah, we met Milva and her little backstory. Milva, yep.
2: that, that's her name. That's right, yeah. Yeah. All right, so so how, how do we wrap this up? How, what what comes together here?
0: So, uh, Philippa's plan is that she finds Radovid, and Visimir has just been fighting against Dijkstra and Philippa so much, they're just like, we're done. So Philippa... Has her assassin kill King Vizimir and they crown Radovid king of Radania? Oh, this is this was the smooth talker. They're like, "Look, you won't you won't be the puppet we want. We'll okay. replace you with a puppet who will do what we want." So, We're sick of it. Huge
2: shift in Radania,
0: and they make it pretty clear that if needed, they'll replace him. Like, oh, letting him know he's on loan.
1: <laughs> on loan.
0: Yes. Then uh, Yennefer... <laughs> returns to the north to form a new magic le- leadership and Geralt is healed enough to fight and he leaves to rescue Ciri from a even though that's Terran and he doesn't actually know where the real Ciri is. Okay, and then Ciri, who was at the end of the previous episode, was captured by the mercenaries. We see she is tied up in a room with a bunch of these mercenaries and another individual named keely and this is where we meet the rats so we do know netflix is doing a spin-off series of them yeah we've talked about that before i'm not going to go into a lot of lore there because they are doing that and that would be spoilers for that spin-off gotcha keely and uh siri escape the rats come in they fight off everybody and then uh siri fights an individual one-on-one and kills him it's the first time she's killed anyone and then at the end of this they ask her her name, and she says Falka. Oh yeah, as in the lady in the desert who was pushing her to do all these terrible things.
1: One so. one tiny spoiler, sort of. Uh, just to be clear, the rats are a group of humans; they're not <laughs> actually rats.
0: <laughs> yes, so the the rats are a group of bandits. Oh yeah, rats. bandits aren't humans. They are, good good differentiation. they late teens, early twenties. And uh, yeah, this is a, a group that uh, Siri joins. So, And we have met one of the rats before in a previous episode, just very briefly. She saw Siri fight the wyvern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the
1: baby wyvern. Where she's like, no, you're being mean to it. Don't abuse it. And she murders it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: that's
1: yeah. standard Siri yeah. behavior.
0: And then we see uh, Henry Cavill's final battle as Geralt of Rivia. As he cuts down a whole patrol of Nifgardian soldiers.
1: Doesn't Yaskir be like, no, don't do it, and then he doesn't?
0: And then he does it, yeah. Yeah. But I, the, 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 whole, the whole thing about this final fight is that Geralt has been about neutrality uh, and just keeping your head down and surviving. And in this fight with the Nifgardian soldiers, he makes it very clear he's not neutral in the war anymore, he has picked a side. And he's on side Nilfgaard? <laughs> no, he's he's on side against Nilfgaard. Right, that's his, it's kind that's of gearing up
2: to everyone versus Nilfgaard, right? It's actually Geralt
0: versus everyone? <laughs> <laughs> I mean the war that's on its way. Yeah, that's true. And that's it for The Witcher. Any questions? So they end up with a battle between humans again. Because he's such a
2: monster hunter, I would think finales end with yeah. a monster but well,
1: yeah that's why he killed the nilf guardians cuz they're monsters that's why he picked a side
0: well i think that's the whole thing he's not killing monsters anymore right he is he is picked a side in a war and now he's fighting people which is a a
1: big change i wouldn't say it's like a step like positive or negative but it is a big change from killing the Ron monster from you know episode 1 <laughs> yeah. of the first season <laughs>
0: Way back in now episode he, when like, he killed them on the
1: shows like, yeah. willingly to murder a of enough guardian soldiers. Okay.
2: Alright, so I got one question. Uh, earlier you had said uh the way Siri gets out of the desert, she gets dragged out by
0: some mercenaries. Do they drag her through a portal? No, she's been making her way to the edge of the desert.
1: So she really got like ninety-eight percent of the way there, but Joe gave them all the credit, even though she did yeah, all the I
0: work. Think, I think, I think, I think, <laughs>
1: She basically oh, like yeah. fell asleep right outside their encampment, and Joe was
2: like, "Yeah, they did all the work." Okay, uh, so she was in another realm. She was still on the continent. Yep. Okay. And then Ciri's magic is all elder blood magic now, but we we haven't really seen yep. what that is, other than maybe when she would scream and like the earth would split.
0: That was elder yep. magic. I take it.
2: Yeah, that she'll was old old have to just scream yeah. to
1: ignite her magic.
0: Well, the whole point of her training with Yennefer is uh so that she can control it, right? Instead of it just c- coming out and em- when she's having an uh, emotional overwhelming moment. All right. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed these episodes and The Witcher and we hope it's giving you some more insight into some of the lore and the creatures and everything and uh have helped you enjoy them more and uh They'll come back uh, next year or I guess whenever next they release season. the next yeah. season. We'll see you
2: guys next season on yeah. this. Or we'll just play all
1: the games and talk about those. You never know. So,
0: and uh, then be, we're will be we going to be diving into some Baldur's Gate. So if you played Baldur's Gate 3, there is, or I guess if you played 1, 2, and 3, there is a piece of adventure that takes place between Baldur's Gate 2 and Baldur's Gate 3 and that is Descent... Into a Vernus, and that is where we are going next. Mm-hmm. See you in hell.